the Power for Good podcast. I'm your host, Christina Ray Almeida, entrepreneur, environmental advocate, somatic healer, life coach, and really just a grateful part of this beautiful planet. I'm also a former alcoholic and addict, and I'm here to ask some really hard questions while diving deep and discovering how influential people are using their power for good or not. What happens when someone goes through an awakening? Can people really change? How and why? Let's explore. Hello, loves, and welcome back to the Power for Good podcast, a space where we discuss how influential people are using their power for good. I'm Christina Ray, and today I want to talk about the nervous system, how we can really take control of our bodies, how we can manipulate the nervous system and get out of our minds and back into the body so you can really take control of your emotions, control of your life. Starting today with a little bit of a story. In April of 2021, I went for the second time to rehab. I told everyone I was going on a wellness retreat. I wasn't ready to share with the world what was going on. So yeah, I told everyone I was going on a wellness retreat, but this was my first time in an inpatient rehab here. I went in Florida, but basically this was after a really bad night, another bad night on top of many bad nights that I had had, but it was just you know another rock bottom. And I woke up and had really lost control and had a serious talk with my now husband, wasn't my husband at the time. And I was sick and I just realized that I deserved more. My life deserved more and that I deserved more. And I wanted to do better for myself, for our relationship, for my future self, for my life, for my body, and that I could do better. I deserved better and I could do better. And I just wanted to feel better. There was so much that I was running from and I just felt like shit. I was tired of feeling like shit. I was ready to make a change. And it was so, so scary to think about going to rehab. I just started searching on Google, different rehabs and ended up calling somebody. He called me back. We talked for like an hour. I just cried. And that Monday, drove up and checked myself into the inpatient rehab. And that is now officially two years ago, this April, and I'm now two years sober, which just passed my sobriety date. So happy sobriety date to me. Happy sober birthday to me. I'm now two years sober. So proud and excited to say that. And part of that journey has been really learning to work with the nervous system. So there I was. I realized that I had been running from myself. The demons were catching up with me and it was time to face the shadows. And I did. And it was scary. My hands were shaking going into rehab that day, I felt like a failure, honestly, for a minute. Like, as I was laying there in the bed of that facility, I really thought to myself, how did I get here? And what am I doing? I was having to let go of everything. And I was lying as well. I felt like I was lying to people because I was telling people I was in a wellness retreat. And I'm always, I've always been about truth. And so I was just feeling so guilty and ashamed and scared, scared for what was about to come. But I did it. I pushed through it. I'm so glad that I did. While I was in rehab, I was diagnosed for the first time with PTSD. I never realized that this was a possibility because I literally thought that PTSD was only something for war veterans. And you know, I had heard about it in podcasts and other things for different people, but I really had never faced it myself and realized that it could be something that, that I could potentially have. 
And after experiencing sexual trauma in my teens, I realized that I had been scarred and running from that experience ever since. And it had been chasing me. It had been coming up every day, coming up every time I was using, I was trying to numb the pain. I was trying to push something away, feelings that I was not ready to feel. It was a very important step because I became aware of something. I became aware of this trauma and this PTSD. I became aware of of a pattern. And I think awareness is the first step in healing. So it was very empowering. And leaving rehab, I went on a retreat by myself to Ibiza, which everybody thought was weird because Ibiza is usually a place to party, but it was actually a spiritual retreat with Sadi Simone, one of my spiritual mentors. It was amazing because his philosophy is all about really getting out of the mind and into the body. And it was the first time I had really experienced movement in that way and connected to my breath in that way as well. So what we did there in this retreat was a lot of breathing and dancing particularly and just having fun. And I realized that I could really have a good time while in sobriety because when I first got sober, I thought to myself, I'm never going to have fun again. I'm never going to dance again. That was one of my biggest fears. And then there I was in Ibiza with a bunch of people sober, dancing and having so much fun and feeling literally goosebumps all over my body and a release like I never felt before. And, And even tears, crying and this emotional residue and these emotions being released from my body through movement, through dance, through breath. And I didn't really know what was going on at the time, but now I do, now that I've learned a little bit more about it, which is what we're going to talk about today. But at that moment, for me, it was life-changing because I really just got the experience of it and the embodiment of it. I got to become aware again also of my breath. And I realized that my breathing was very dysregulated. I was breathing very rapidly, shallow, and there was a stuckness within me. I had a lot of emotions that were stuck and that was in large part due to the trauma. And so a lot was released in that in that moment, in that experience. And it was the beginning of a lot that was to come. So I got back and I started to learn more about breathwork. I started to do more breathwork journeys. I got another mentor and I became certified in breathwork journeys, in alchemical breathwork journeys. And then I took another certification from another course called Breath Masters. And I became certified in transformational breathwork journeys. And I just learned everything I could about breathwork because I was really drawn to how it made me feel and how it allowed me to use my own body's medicine to release, to release emotions, to release the shit, to release the negative feelings. And then I felt so much lighter afterwards. And I started to feel like a new person. So it was literally like its own medicine. And me having been somebody that was so dependent on alcohol and before that dependent on medications to feel better, it was so empowering to finally be depending on my body, depending on myself. And I've always been somebody that is thinking so much, always in my head, million miles per hour, planning the future, planning the past, always in my head. And so when I connect to the breath, when I connect to the body, it takes me out of there. It takes me out of the mind and back into my body. And it slows everything down. It gives me a moment to pause, to relax, and just stop thinking so much. And then when the thoughts do come, they're more clear, more cohesive, and not so overwhelming. Many of us live life disconnected from our bodies, feeling out of control and reactive. We lose control of our emotions, scream at our children, the dog, our partners. This affects our lives negatively. It hurts our relationships and ultimately it hurts us. Breathwork has been one of the most powerful rituals that I've developed in building a better relationship with myself, my body, and my emotions. Through breathwork, I'm able to move from a reactive state to a proactive state 
And this has positively changed my life, my relationships, my health, my career, and ultimately led me on a healing journey. So that's why I'm so excited to announce the launch of my new platform, Ray Rituals, a membership community that offers on-demand breathwork practices that you can integrate into your everyday life to energize, balance, and relax your mind and body while supporting you in healing. Through Ray Rituals, you can build a breathwork practice where you instinctually start to come back to your body and are able to process your emotions and release them. It's an unlearning of what the world has taught you to push your feelings down, to distract yourself and keep going, but instead to pause, to breathe, feel, and move. It's simple, it's quick, and it's effective. Join me and sign up for Ray Rituals now at rayrituals.com. It's time to take your power back one breath at a time. So what are some ways to tell if you have a dysregulated nervous system. In this state of being dysregulated, your thinking becomes a little erratic sometimes and even your heart rate and your breathing. So one thing that I think I'd like for you to do right now is the first step that I always lead my clients through. It's called breath watching. And this is the first step, as I said, to become aware. All you have to do is sit down wherever you are, grab a comfortable seat, sit up straight and just start to become aware of the breath. And maybe put your hand on your chest and just become aware of the breath and ask yourself, where am I breathing? Notice how rapidly your breath is. Are you breathing more into your chest, more into your stomach? Don't change your breath, just breathe normally. So when we're breathing shallow, we breathe more into the chest and we breathe rapidly. Like me, when I was really dysregulated, I was breathing like this. And that's very rapid into the chest. And when I counted my breaths per minute, I realized I was breathing an abnormal amount. And so you can become more a nice, healthy breath. What looks like breathing a little bit more slow and breathing more deep into the diaphragm, more deep into the stomach is where you would want to see that. So just notice and become aware of your breath. And notice also throughout the day how different situations change your breath as well. Different people, different experiences how that starts to change your breath. When we have a dysregulated nervous system, we might also notice that we feel panic or sadness, depression coming out of nowhere, or we can become very explosive as well in this state. Oftentimes we are stuck in a traumatic response. So the fight or flight response, and we can feel rushed with adrenaline. This is when our body's stress response is triggered. This can often come from trauma, And when our body's response to trauma is triggered, this is coming from the autonomic nervous system and it's often referred to as fight or flight. This is our body's survival instinct and it's an automatic response and a biochemical reaction where your body either prepares to stay and fight or run away. And there's also two other survival responses. The first is freeze, where you feel frozen, unable to move, or you sort of disassociate from the situation, finding yourself even detached from the reality. And the last one is fawn, which is mainly about people pleasing and pacifying the situation. The fight or flight response is your body's sympathetic mode. And when we come to a relaxed state, it's called the parasympathetic mode. It's good to just have this basic understanding of what's going on actually within the dysregulated nervous system within your body. So the fight or flight response is often a trigger from a traumatic experience. 
But a lot of the times we don't fully process this whole experience and we can get stuck in the fight or flight response. And that's when you'll see yourself shallow breathing, you see yourself being emotionally reactive and this fight or flight response is stuck. You're stuck in this response. And this is where you end up in a dysregulated nervous system. So how can this trauma affect your breath? How do you, how do you notice it in the breath? When we experience a threat, we change how we breathe, as I mentioned before. And so you'll see this in the shallow breathing. Inhibited breathing is actually a safety mechanism of the body to help us not get flooded with the painful emotions. So over time, if this continues to happen, this is where you get stuck in that altered state and the emotions actually get suppressed. And we then continue to suppress emotions even when it might serve us to process them and move on. We cannot, however, because we're stuck in this cycle and holding pattern. So this is why through breath work, we deepen our breathing and feel into those pockets of emotions that have become stuck. And this is what for me was so, so life-changing when I started to do the breath work with Sa and the dancing to then release it. And I started to do the breath work journeys with one of my mentors, Joy, started to learn more about it and do them myself. And it was absolutely life-changing. And another thing I want to address here, since we are talking about trauma, is what exactly is trauma? Because for me, it was confusing and it was one of the reasons it would took me to so later in life to even be diagnosed with PTSD. Trauma is an experience where the emotional impact of the event exceeds the capacity of your system. So sometimes the energy it takes to react to trauma may not be fully released from the body and the trauma response is not completed, as we've been talking about. So trauma can look many ways and... It's often referred to as the big T trauma, which can look like a rape, which can look like an assault, something really tragic and big, a car crash. But it's also little T trauma. And so it's really all relative to to you. You should really never compare yourself to somebody else because a traumatic experience to you may not be a traumatic experience to somebody else, but it could still be traumatic to you. So we're starting to look at trauma in a different way now. So something might have happened to you as a child. For example, for me, I got lost at Disneyland when I was a little girl and it was very traumatic for me. And for somebody else, it might not really have made a difference to them. They might have fun getting lost and found themselves and never thought about it again. But that was a slightly traumatic experience for me. And so you might have these things that have happened to you in your life that could be this little T trauma as well. Will all those things lead to PTSD? Perhaps not. And so everything needs to be assessed relative to you. And so it's not great to compare yourself to other people in this instance. So lastly, how do we get our nervous system back on track? Yes, we've mentioned breath work, but how do we actually manipulate the nervous system to really take control of the breath and the body and get out of the mind and back into the body? There's three ways to really manipulate the nervous system. Activate, balance, and relax. To activate the nervous system, we typically inhale longer than we exhale. So one good practice for this exercise, for this breath work is the three-part breath where you inhale into the belly, into the chest, and then release. So it's just inhaling and exhaling through the mouth. And it's... So typically the inhaling is longer than the exhale. That's all you need to remember for activating. And it's a rapid breath. And so the next one is balance. And that's a resonant breathing is an example for that one which is inhaling and exhaling for a count of five. This one is one of my favorites because you can really do it anywhere. It's very simple and it's not activating. So it's not going to make you feel dizzy or or energized or anything, but it's really going to bring you back to a state of peace. So it's inhaling for five, exhaling for five, and then relaxing, down-regulating the nervous system. This one is a typical four, seven, eight breath work exercise that you can do, which is inhaling for four, holding for seven, and exhaling for eight. So just to review... Activate, balance, relax, 
the first one, you could do a three-part breath, which looks like you inhale one, two, three, four, exhale two. Inhale for four, exhale for two, three. Do that rapidly. The balance, inhale for five, exhale for five, all equal, relax, four, seven, eight. Inhale for four, hold for seven, exhale for eight. So what we're doing with breath work with these exercises is we're manipulating the nervous system. A big part of what we're also doing here to really regain control and manipulate the nervous system is we are activating the vagus nerve, which is one of the big things that we do with breath work. What is the vagus nerve? So your vagus nerve is the longest cranial nerve in your body, and it's from the brain to the large intestines. It carries signals to your brain, heart, lungs, and digestive system. And it helps your body switch back and forth from sympathetic, from the fight and flight mode to the freeze and fold parasympathetic mode, which is just the rest and digest. If you're under chronic stress or experienced trauma, as I mentioned, you can get stuck in that fight or flight mode. And so activating the vagus nerve through breath work is something that's going to get you out of that mode. So you can do that through breath work, but there's also some other ways to actually activate the vagus nerve. So some other ways to do that is listening to music, dancing, like I did with Sa, the retreat, humming. So humming is something I do a lot and I actually integrate it with breath work. I'll just breathe and then I'll exhale. Hmm. Or even just sigh. Because you are then activating the vagus nerve as well as breathing. So it's kind of a double whammy there. And it really helps relax me. Singing is another practice that I do daily vocal activation. Singing all around the house, singing, shaking, screaming. I love a good primal scream. And of course, just regular breath work practices. The way you breathe, it's truly the way you live. I feel I've truly become an embodiment of that. The more I've really gone deeper into my breath practice, the more that I've started to manifest and come into the life that I've always dreamed of, honestly. The more I've started to take control of my body and taking control of my mind and really letting go of all of the stories and all of the toxic emotional residue through the breath. The key is to get out of the mind and to get back into the body. And you can do this one breath at a time. If you've enjoyed listening and learning a little bit about my experience, the nervous system, breath work. Join me in a free breath work practice on IamChristinaRay.com or join my community for only $6 a month at RayRituals.com. That's R-A-E Rituals.com where we do daily on-demand practices and lives and bringing on guest facilitators as well. We'd love to have you there. Thanks for hanging out, sending some love. Hope you have a beautiful day. I'm Christina Ray, and you've been listening to the Power for Good podcast. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And join me next week for another powerful conversation. Share a story of how you are using your power for good by sending me a DM on my Instagram at Christina Ray Almeida. I'll be sharing your stories at the end of every episode weekly. If you're interested in learning more on how we can work together, head to my website, IamChristinaRay.com and let's connect. Sending you so much love and remember you are powerful.